Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B. And man, every time I say that, I just get more and more depressed nowadays, wondering if Brunch with Des B will cease to exist. Um, and if you have not listened to the past couple episodes, we kind of chatted about it, just about how the direction of the podcast might be changing. It might turn into Wyatt and I, with me still doing takeovers. So the biggest thing here is that, listen... <laughs> I am the main character. All right. I am the main character in my stories. Therefore, with Wyatt coming on, don't think of it as a duo podcast. Think of it as Wyatt just guest starring every week. (laughs) And I I make jokes. I make jokes. It would be really fun for him and I to do it together. So I I am excited. I'm thinking, though, that the benefit of this is that sometimes you guys would actually get two episodes a week because I would want to do an episode with Wyatt, but sometimes I would want to do my own. So I'm almost thinking like having like a girl talk vibe episode that maybe drops on like a Wednesday or Thursday, you know, maybe we call it like a Friday junior podcast. I don't know. So anyways, uh, just kind of, you know, just rolled out of bed. No, I'm just kidding. You don't look this good rolling out of bed. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I'm like in my peak era right now. And it, it, no, like hear me out though. It sucks so much ass because I'm only peaked probably for another month and a half, another month and a half, like from 21 to 22 weeks for me pregnant all the way to vividly. I remember like 28, 29. So cute. Like, so cute. Belly's cute. Like, oh, so cute. Oh, slay. Like, she's pregnant. Look at the bump. And after that, not fun. After that, I look ugly. After that, I get swollen. Even now, like, I notice when I smile in photos, we are our worst critics, okay? I'm just, like, dogging myself right now, but hear me out. When I smile in photos, my cheeks are so much fuller. I mean, you have so much blood in your body, right? My cheeks are fuller. When I smile, it, like, like... I can't even explain it. It feels like I have a lot of Botox is what I'm saying. And um, (laughs) I get so embarrassed. Like when I talk and smile, that's fine. But like when I go to take a photo or a selfie, that's when I feel like I see it in myself. And again, it's funny because I say I see it in myself. You guys would be like, Des, you look stunning. You know, like, "Ah, thanks, Queens, you know, but uh, it is quite the trip as of now. You know what I mean? As of now, from here on out, genuinely, it's only going downhill. (laughs) (laughs) that sucks. (laughs) So hope you guys are having a beautiful Sunday. We have a great episode coming up. Do we though? I don't know. You know, that, that is really what my podcast is, is what are we going to get today? And I've realized maybe that's why I'm not the best podcaster is I never have strategy, but that's also why I love podcasting so much. It is my one place where I don't think about it. And I don't feel like there's any comparison. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't give a fuck. Like it's, it's my favorite spot. You guys who are here are like my guys, you know, like you're my guys, my girls, my thems, whatever you are. 
you're my people. So this week we have a lot to talk about. We do have quite a few stories I want to chat about, but I am wearing my new Paragon top. This is in the color mint chip with the radiate bra underneath. I don't know if I'm just really picky right now because of my body or if it's just genuinely not my favorite bra at all. I hate the bra. I hate the bra so much. I, I think there's just almost maybe too much coverage and maybe it makes me, I'm like, are we at old Navy or are, am I in fifth grade where I like have to wear a full ass, like, you know, tank top? I don't know. Like it's just not my vibe. So I would not suggest the radiate bra in terms of just overall looks. Now, if you're wearing it like underclothes, like maybe you're a girl, you don't rock bras at the gym. You just like want a good bra, you know, whatever totally fine. Like it's, it's a supportive bra, but if you're someone who likes to go matching set sports, bra, shorts, leggings in the gym, it's just not like really cute to me. The colors are amazing. The new Candyland palette is honestly everything I've wanted. I've gotten so many messages from all of you guys. Like this is the most Des palette I've ever seen. You're telling me this wasn't your collab, like LOL, you know, whatever. And I'm like, girl, I know like this is, this is my time to shine. Don't get me wrong. So this is the color mint chip in the rec stretch crop top. One of my favorite crop tops, um, I'm wearing a medium and in my bras, I'm wearing a medium. So this, these actually launch March 7th. So we're close. We're close. And we'll, we'll talk about more about it in a second. What else we're close to is close to moving. I only have, I think two episodes left in this room. The room itself, it sucks. Okay. Like I, I'm going to, I'm going to take a photo of like what I'm looking at because you can tell like we've not done I've not done anything to this room. I had big hopes for it. And then I got pregnant again and just got busy. Also, I will argue if you have a basement, it's hard to do projects in the basement because you end up like, if you don't spend a lot of time there, like our basement, we don't spend a lot of time here because it's cold as hell down here. It's not carpet, it's wood. Um, so it's, it's like chilly. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, we don't spend a lot of time down here besides if we work out. And even then we're in the house all the time. We ride to go to the gym. My point is, if you are trying to work on a space that you aren't in a lot, you just end up not doing it. You know what I mean? So if you're like, oh man, I, you know, maybe you're about to move into a house or you're looking at a home and you're like, oh, this would be a great office or something. If it's in an area of the house, you will not visit. I swear to you, you won't use it. So keep that in mind. <laughs> home buying tip. So we ended up not doing anything to this room of what I wanted. Like I wanted to mount a TV so I could see myself. I wanted to have like my desk set up so I could edit down here, but there's also no natural lighting. It's, it's dark. It's a basement and it just didn't work out. So I am sad to leave this because I love my backdrop. I love my chairs. I love what I created, you know, but also at the end of the day, this podcast is not about the aesthetics of the background. Like if I had a fuck ton of people watching on YouTube, I get it. You know, you want a studio and stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm a very small podcaster. Very, like I'm the microest micro podcaster to where I don't need to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on like a kick-ass studio. It's just, it's not where I'm at right now. And I don't need to worry about it. So at the end of the day, y'all show up for me. I show up for you. And it. I know you don't care even about like the glitz and the glamour, you know? But I am going to miss it because it does make my TikToks and stuff look like look good. But even when I first started recording my podcast, I was just quite a few of them. I was just in like a, my spare bedroom. So I know I can do it anywhere and it still creates good clips. But I'm just kind of talking to myself because that's what I do for about 60 minutes here. So <laughs> if you're new, welcome. 
So yeah, we're, we're close to moving. We do technically like still have both of our homes right now. So we're gotta, we gotta get this one prepped to sell, which kind of makes it easier because we can move. I don't want to say slower, but it doesn't feel as stressful in that way. However, when, when you move, you know, the vibes, I mean, even apartments, right? Like you got to change your address. You got to change utilities. You got to change Wi-Fi. You got to change this. You got to change that. You got now you got to change homeowners insurance. You got to change trash. You got to change fucking sewage and water and all, all of these things that typically sometimes in an apartment, you just walk in and out. I also partner with a lot of people, right? A lot of brands send me stuff, whatever. So when I move, I'm like, fuck, I hope I'm going to get Urban Decay's next concealer. You know, it's like, how do I always tell these people that I've moved and my addresses have changed? So I'm going to, obviously I'll get my mail forwarded for a while, but that, that part kind of stings, you know, you're like, fuck. So that's, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, we have not, I mean, we've packed a lot, but also I don't think we realized, and you never do how much you have. And then you're like, holy shit. And we're throwing and we're throwing away and donating a ton of shit. Like Goodwill is going to be popping. My local Goodwill is about to be fucking going off. Okay. Um, and then the, the local dumpster also, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'll be very transparent there. Listen, I'm all for sustainability, like save where we can, you know, be smart, like recycle when you can, I'm going to be throwing away a lot of shit. I could probably recycle. I'm just going to keep it that way. You know? So I'm sorry, environmentalists give me, can I have like a week pass where y'all cut me a little bit of slack? Because when it comes to purging bitch, sometimes you just got to throw shit in the trash. Okay. Like I don't always have time to sort. I don't have the mental space to sort. Oh, this is glass. This is plastic. This is shreddable. You know, whatever. No girl, just throw it all in that dumpster. Okay. They can do it if anything. And I don't, I don't think they do. So anyways, it's been a busy week um, and a busy week to come. So as of this week, we're kind of in the process of like our final stuff and paperwork. And we, we don't know when we're going to close. We don't know all those details or, you know, anything like that, but it will be very nice to start a new chapter. And especially with the baby coming every time I've had a child now we've moved, I'm done. Okay. I'm done moving. And I've, I've said that before, but if something falls in your lap and it feels right and it's aligned, you know, go for it. And that's just kind of where we were at, like we explained in our podcast. So if you didn't listen to that, it was episode 210, I think it was. It was called, Oi, We're Going Places, Bruv. We were also talking about Ted Lasso. So that's why, <laughs> Oi, you know. So uh, if you want to catch up on that, you should. So let's get into a few stories. Okay, so first one I really wanted to touch on was the SAG Awards. So I I don't know anything that really happened. Like, I don't really know who won, who did what, what did who, whatever. But the biggest story out of it, besides Selena Gomez, finally showing up in a fucking outfit that we can all approve of, okay? And I shared it on brunch, uh, the brunch Instagram, and I think a lot of you guys even shared it with me. And you're like, finally, like, whatever. She looked stunning. White outfit. Her hair was like perfectly curled, almost gave like a, what would you call it? Maybe like a fifties or sixties, like pinup hairstyle. Makeup was perfect. The dress actually suited her and fit her body. Well, she just looked fabulous. Okay. And like, she deserved that moment. Okay. We talked, we talked a few weeks ago, probably about a month ago now. I think the episode, something like court of opinion, Selena Gomez is fucking annoying or something like that. She was annoying. Okay. But she goes in waves. We still, we'll always ride for our Wizards of Waverly Place queen, but she looked phenomenal. So outside of that though, 
there was a video that got leaked of Billie Eilish basically saying something like, there's a bunch of TikTokers here, something of that sort, okay? And the TikTok community, the way that they were so disheartened, okay? And I understand, like, I understand why they're bringing TikTokers to these events because it's bringing publicity, awareness, viewership, et cetera. Like that, that is all the media gives a fuck about is at the end of the day, how many eyes are on this? I understand the logic, but I think as a long-term artist or someone who's worked and I don't want to like be like a dick. I'm just going to be a dick for artists and actors and shit. Most of which have worked very hard to get to where they're at. It is almost insulting to have a TikToker who learned an eight second dance to their song be there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that there is a line that gets crossed where I think then as a celebrity, you almost question where you stand on the pedestal of importance. Maybe do we want to call it like that? I would love to hear your guys' feedback. Do you think TikTokers should be at these gala shows, at these award shows? Do you think there could maybe be specific shows they're at versus others? Like, I think of these big shows, the Golden Globes, the fucking, the Grammys, the SAG Awards. Get them the fuck out, okay? If you want to go to, like, the fucking Nickelodeon show, if you want to go whatever, that's fine. But to be red carpet at these events, I think is crazy, until they earn a level of, I don't know, because then, see, and I, am I a hypocrite? I'm being honest with myself, because then I think of people like Emma Chamberlain, who started on YouTube, but has created herself into, I mean, a quite literal, I would call her damn near an A-list celebrity, A-list person um, in the creator community. We look at people like uh, Shane Dawson, Jeffree Star. I'm, I'm thinking of like Tati. I'm thinking of OGs, Jacqueline Hill. These are people who have then created businesses or just really stamped their mark in what I would consider, you know, walk a red carpet, people know you. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm going to leave it up to you. But that was kind of the big story because then Bryce, fuck, what's his name? Bryce, he used to date Addison Ray. He made a video like slandering Billie Eilish basically and was like, I don't know how he said it, but kind of like get the fuck over yourself. Like we were there and we should be like blah, blah, blah. People roasted. I mean, roasted him. But regardless, I'd be curious what you guys think. Because in my opinion, it's like they have no reason being there. And listen, if they are there, that's fine. They have no reason to be doing the glam bot. They have no reason to be on the red carpet. They have no reason to be like in paparazzi, like give them a backdoor entrance, give them a VIP place where they can like maybe meet people, whatever, but don't give them that moment on the red carpet when the actors, the blank, the blank, the blank have like fucking worked to be there and it's their production. Does that make sense? I don't know. Am I being salty? Cause listen, if they were like, Des, do you want to go? I'd be like, yeah, (laughs) but the point is they shouldn't be asking me to go. Think of it that way. I don't hate on the TikTokers who say, yeah. I hate on the award shows who are allowing them to go. There we go. Okay, what do you guys think? Next up, we have uh, Taylor Swift went to Sydney, Australia for her previous leg of the Eras tour or whatever, her trip, whatever. It's not a leg. She's like, whatever, you get it. She's there. Travis Kelsey showed up, cute, whatever. I will say, Travis Kelsey is like, he is a, he is a media guy. 
Okay. We're not used to this from Taylor's ex-boyfriends. Taylor's ex-boyfriends are very, get the fuck out of my face. I don't want to be seen with her. I don't want to be seen around. I don't want to be seen at her concerts, whatever. Travis is here for the media. Okay. He is proud. You can tell he is proud to be Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Okay. So I don't think that that's negative that he's like playing it up for the cameras and the fans like do it. He lo- he loves to be there. He loves to be in her world. Like we should be celebrating that. So anyways, Taylor Swift's camp hits back at claims. Scott assaulted photographer in Australia. Taylor Swift's camp has spoken out after the singer's father was accused of assaulting paparazzo while the pair were out in Australia early Tuesday. The megastar's dad, Scott, allegedly slugged a photographer at the Sydney's Ferry as Cruel Summer hitmaker was exiting a yacht. Local police did not confirm that it was the singer's father, but said a 71-year-old man allegedly assaulted a 51-year-old man at a neutral bay wharf at 2.30 a.m. in South Wales. However, spokesperson for Swift has set the record straight, saying two individuals were aggressively pushing their way towards Taylor, grabbing at security and personnel, threatening to throw a female staff member into the water. The alleged victim who reported the incident did not require any medical treatment. Cops added. The photographer said he didn't understand what prompted the violence. It was a shock. There was no need for it. X, Y, Z. Listen, if you are on tour and someone is coming towards your daughter who, let's be so clear, there are plenty of people out there who would want to Taylor Swift, who would want to Kim Kardashian, who would want to Kylie Jenner, etc. So if you at any fucking point see someone coming at your daughter or your your whoever you're supposed to be security detailing, right? You're jumping into fucking action. Now in this case, it's her it's her fucking dad, okay? If you see if I see someone coming at Maddox, I will punt a motherfucker, okay? Do not come at my kid imagine paparazzi doing it. This is a lesson to paparazzi. Get the fuck out of people's individual space. Imagine having to walk around. I don't care how famous you are. Oh, they asked for it. They, they wanted this when they became stars. No one asks to have their personal space invaded every fucking day. I think paparazzi is the rudest shit ever. Now get me the Gettysburg image or give me the Gettysburg address. No, I'm just, what the fuck? Give me the Gettys image. I'm dead. Give me the Gettys image. Okay. Give me a good paparazzi photo from, you know, across the street, right? I, I dig a good paparazzi moment. What are they doing? What are they wearing? Okay. I get it to be in their face and be disrupting their individual barrier. Have we not learned anything from COVID six feet bitch? Okay. And also stop photographing like people's kids. I think it's weird. Okay. So that, that was that story next up Diddy. So we're back at it again. Sean Diddy Combs sued for sexual employee by former male employee. Sean Diddy Combs is being accused of sexual assault by a former male employee, NBC reported on Monday. In court documents obtained by TMZ, God, they get everything. Rodney, Lil Rod, Jones, a former producer and videographer for Diddy, claims that the music mogul repeatedly sexually assaulted him while he was working on his latest album from September 22 to November 23. The producer alleged that Diddy would grope his genitals touch his anus to groom him to having sex per the outlet. However, Diddy, who would allegedly walk around naked in front of Jones, would downplay the assault as horseplay. Jones also claimed that Diddy subjected him to unwarranted sexual attention from his associates, including Cuba Gooding Jr. and female cousin of the rapper's girlfriend, Young Miami. Allegedly, the female's rapper cousin once tried to have sex with him in front of the I'll Be Missing You singer. So, His reckless, basically, oh, here we go. Lil Rod is nothing more than a liar. This is what Diddy's attorney says. 
who filed the $30 million lawsuit shamelessly looking for an undeserved payday. So there was $30 million on the line for this supposed sexual assault case. At the end of the day, not my problem, not my monkey, not my circus, you know? However, it is, it's just crazy to me how there's two ways to look at it, right? There's always is. Number one, it's crazy how much celebrities, people of power, authority can get away with, number one. And on the other side, it's crazy how much people, lengths people will go to to also ruin someone's reputation. I'm not saying someone's right. I'm not saying someone's wrong. I'm just saying it goes both ways. We've seen it work both ways where there's also false allegations and then that person's whole persona is like fucking crucified. So I'm just saying it's crazy that we live in the world where both of those things can exist. Um, And then you kind of have to just fight through the flames of who's right, you know? Next up, okay, I just had to cover this. Dakota Fanning turns 30. Literally no fucking way, okay? She, no, no, okay, no. She, (laughs) no, 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 no. She is only uptown girl to me forever. Dakota, she's 30. Okay, that makes sense because like I'm almost 30, but that doesn't feel real. Like it feels fake that stars we grew up with are like that age. Like even Selena Gomez, Taylor Swift, all of them like in their thirties, it's like, how did we get here? How, why are we aging? Stop it. Okay, so she, she showed out, she had this really cute red corset dress on. She had that, she used a little like salsa, red dancer emoji, 30. Thank you to my people for making me feel like the luckiest girl in the world always, but especially tonight. So she looked adorable. I just thought it was crazy that she turned 30 because I was like, since when, basically, okay? Last story, and I just had to share this because I thought it was really cute. Brittany Mahomes um, this past week was on vacation slash, slash I think like a bachelorette for one of her friends, okay? I don't know if it was like a chief's wife. I don't know if it was just a friend. We know I love Brittany, so I'm sure she has a lot of friends in a lot of places, but she was out, I mean, gallivanting the world. She was looking great. Football season, she's been stressed, babe. You deserve to, to have a break, okay? Brittany Mahomes sports the same sparkling $1,600 dress as Taylor Swift while on vacation. So Taylor Swift did the person of the year cover for Time Magazine and she wore, um, her hands were like kind of like this. I'll I'll put a picture on the brunch page. And um, she was wearing this like sparkly, like plunge-ish dress. It was really cute. So anyways, the point is, is that Brittany Mahomes was then spotted wearing the same dress on this vacation. People think, are speculating obviously that Taylor Swift maybe like gave it to Britney to wear. And I like, I hope that's true. Number one, I, if they match who gives a fuck regardless, but I hope that Taylor Swift gave it to her. Cause I just think that's so cute. Like friends sharing dresses that are like thousands of dollars. <laughs> just use this one. You would look great in it, but also they're very similar body types. Like besides height wise, body type wise, they're both like smaller frame. But even then I could see Taylor being like, Ooh, like you should take this. And then like Brittany got it tailored. No point, no pun intended, got it tailored and turned around in like a few days, you know? So I can see it go both ways, but I, I was almost just hoping that it was the dress because I think that's very sweet. And I think that's very cute. So again, y'all have to let me know what you think about uh, this week's stories. I, I did my best to actually cover a few because we haven't been in the news, I felt like my mental health uh, took a turn this week when the sun came out. That's good. That's pretty good. I would have loved a little bit more sweet cream. That's one thing about me that I'm not embarrassed to share is that I don't like coffee. 
I like cream and I like sweet drinks. So this is a move. White Russians are a move. Sweet drinks, mimosas, sangria, Moscow mules, you know. I'm really into Moscow Mule lately. Um, I haven't been drinking them, but I've been drinking mocktails. But I'm just like, I think that's going to be my summer drink. What should? What is your summer drink? Mine is 100%. I'm stamping it now. February 20, is it the 28th today? 27th. Moscow Mule is my drink. Also, I do just want to say, if any of you guys out there are leap year babies, I hope you had a beautiful birthday. You deserve it. You probably only turned like five years old and you're technically like 50, but it's fine. All right. If I had the option to have a leap year baby, I totally would. I think it's the coolest thing ever. Technically, you have two birthdays. You kind of you can either celebrate on the 28th, you could celebrate on the 1st, or you could celebrate on the 29th when it comes around. I think it's a great compromise. So stop bitching. Just kidding. Wellness corner. Okay, first off, 22 weeks pregnant. Cool. <laughs> like I said, I've kind of already covered it in the beginning, but this is really my only time to thrive. So let me bask in it is all I'm saying because after this, I get fat and ugly. Not really, but I, I just get very swollen. And it's just not always making me feel confident. All right. Skin injectables. Okay, so I have been using the Peter Thomas Roth skin injectable serum as well as the moisturizer. Granted, granted, during pregnancy, you do see an increase in blood, which can oftentimes help you kind of not get your Botox and injectables and stuff. It makes you not miss them as much because you can sometimes see that that filling of blood and it makes your skin look better. So like for me, I haven't got my Botox done since last, I think August. And you wouldn't really be able to tell. Like I, I genuinely, like my skin is very full right now because of the extra blood. However, I have been using this serum, which is shown and medically proven and like tested to elongate your next injectable appointment by six months. So if you're someone who's trying to go longer in between injections or you're pregnant or you're breastfeeding, you don't feel comfortable getting them done, et cetera, you have to try this serum. I have been using it for two months now. And I'm telling you, it has made a fucking difference. Like, I'm so serious. My skin is so smooth. It looks more anti-wrinkle. I've also been using my red, my red light, my LED, like, looks like, like a Darth Vader mask. So I've been using a few different things, like, don't get me wrong, but really the serum is what has done it for me. Highly, highly recommend. And I will link it below in my like to know it. Transparency, I think I'm, I make like $2 if you buy it. <laughs> If you buy it through my link, um, I make two bucks. But you know what? It does add up. If three of y'all go buy it right now, be making like six to eight bucks. That's cool. All right. There's no new Tula yet, but we do have a lot of stuff coming. They did actually just sign me for another year, which is always very exciting. I told you guys a couple episodes ago, when it comes to the end of the year, I tend to get very anxious because I, I want to continue the partnerships with the brands that I'm with because I really enjoy them and I love everyone I work with. But you have to perform. You know, if you are not bringing in certain amount of sales or money to the business, then at some point you become an expense, right? So I have to do my fucking part of sharing my code, sharing my stuff to continue to stay on the team, right? It's kind of like I have to hit a certain batting percentage. It's like I have to be a good hitter to stay on a, on a good team. So 
with that being said, every time you guys use my code, know that. It's not just, oh, Des makes a couple bucks. It's like I get to stay a part of people and teams I truly fucking love. So they did ask me to sign another contract for another year, which is always fantastic. I love working with them. And so, yeah, hopefully we'll get another brand trip this year. That would be really fun. I'm not going to lie. I'm manifesting that for me. (laughs) But fuck, I hope that it's nice people. Oh my God. I hope that it's a good experience. Good Lord. That was a really bad week for me. I was, oh my God, that was so bad. Um, referencing my trip back in June. That was tough. So, uh, yeah, no new Tula yet, but coming. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Launches. Let's just give a little recap here. We do have new Paragon launching March 7th. Again, this is called Candyland. We have quite a few different, um, colors. I'm just going to pull them up here on my phone. The one thing I will say is that everything is very, there's a lot of sheer going on. Okay. And it's sheer because the color palette, but it's also sheer because of the material like rec stretch, which is one of my favorites. It's what I used for my collab. It's just pretty thin. Like it's a thin performance-based fabric. So when you get the wrong colors, they don't have like a built-in like stretch sheer coverage thing like Buff Bunny does. So rec stretch, and then we have ultra Lux. Now, if I'm going for anything this launch, I'm going for ultra Lux. There's more pieces in rec stretch, but I think there's more comfort, durability, and less sheerness in all of the ultra Lux stuff. So the ultra Lux is going to be like the curve contour short, curve contour legging. These are both new. And then the dual fit bra, which is also new. Those are my top three anyway, point blank period. Besides the rec stretch crop tops, which I absolutely love. They also have a new pump cover. Everything is true to size, in my opinion. Like, if you're a small in Petula, get a small legging from Paragon, okay? If you're a small in Buff Bunny, get a small legging from Paragon. Like, I am universal size. The sculpt seam, um, the rec stretch and stuff is good, and the colors are so fun. It just sucks that a lot of them are a little bit more sheer. You're not going to, like, see your vagina through it, but I just have a butt tat, and so it's just very obvious. I'll say that. Next, we have the Buff Bunny collection launched yesterday, which I did really love the boyfriend collection. It was very neutral. It was pretty. Um, So if you guys didn't catch up or didn't look at any or see what's kind of still in stock, highly recommend. Absolutely love the Dream Heathered bodysuit. I was shocked at how well it held up during my workout. If you're in between sizes, definitely size up though. Also really loved the girlfriend bra, reversible bra and the legging. True to size, comfortable, highly recommend. Um, And then the Colorado zip up was just like chef's kiss. That's a fucking nice ass jacket. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the, to the top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy. That offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session 
with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. Okay. Next up, watches. We have to chat about this. Well, also, by the way, we have new membership workouts that dropped today. We did a Y2K theme for the membership for the BFIT membership. So if you join today, I'll put my link below. You can use code brunch with Desby at checkout or just use the link. Get your first month for $19. We have our next challenge, six weeks to shreds launching next month. So if you start this month, you'll basically have like four plus six. You'll have 10 weeks of DBFT. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so you'll do four weeks of the membership, jump right into the challenge and then have a six week challenge. Call me crazy, but that's a great amount of time to transform. Okay. Watches masters of the air. Holy shit. I need a sip for this one. This show is so captivating. Wyatt asked me to watch it. He had already watched it and he was like, I would watch it again with you so that you get up to speed. Cause there's nine episodes, but there's six out on Apple TV. So I laid in bed one night. I'm like, okay, fine. It's just not one. It's one I know I would like, but it's very hard to click on shit like that for me. Like it's hard to click on the slow drama. You know, I don't know. It's like world war two. Like we've heard all about it with all due respect. Let's okay. Fine. Start watching it immediately within the first episode. I was like, this is fucking well done. Like this is, this is enticing. It's interesting. Even for us girlies, like it's well shared, um, understood. I felt like they just did a really good job storytelling as well as not making it too confusing. Fast forward episode two, three, three was crazy. Four, five, six, episode six blew my fucking chops off. So good. And let me tell you, the men in this series are so fine. We can all appreciate a good fucking looking World War II, man. And there is something about the 40s and the 50s and the way the men like looked just so regal in like they had like the curls in their hair and like the waves. They all had like handlebar mustaches. Is it just me or like does anyone else like that? I love it. <laughs> so you had Austin Butler in there. Uh, this other actor, Callum something. Callum a hottie because he is a fucking hottie. And even why it was like, that's a fucking handsome ass man. And I was like, damn, he is. So if ladies, if you just want to get a little escape, watch the show. And then your husband or your spouse or your boyfriend's going to be like, well, I'm so glad you love that baby. You're like, yeah. <laughs> um, listen, I also sidebar. I don't think Austin Butler is that handsome. Like I'm not sitting here saying he's ugly. 
he's just not my type. Like he's very pretty. He should be like an Abercrombie. Like he should be on like all the modeling shit, but he played a, he plays a good fucking character. Okay. Absolutely love the show. You have to watch it again. Apple TV. Um, there's three more episodes left. One drops every Thursday at 9 PM and there's six episodes out. Apple TV. So good. So between that and Ted Lasso, y'all got to get to watching. Okay. Last watch, Love is Blind. Now, this will be a kind of a quick recap because by this point, we've all talked about it. I just haven't really got the point to um, rehash it here. So by the time this airs, annoying because there's new episodes dropping tomorrow. Okay, so I don't want to spend too much time. So let me just preface that. However, I will say I have a few notes on each couple. AD and Clay, love to see them work out. Don't think they will. Clay, he is very well-spoken. He might get tripped up on some things. Like he said, he said a few things that are kind of like, um, mm, sir, you know, however, the way that people, the way that editors and producers do a show. Okay. They're, they have to, they take whatever the fuck you say and they will, they will twist it to what they want. And I recently looked up cause they all use those fucking gold chalices, like the gold cups. Why are they all gold? Why are they all the same everywhere? They'll go out to a bar. The bar is serving them in those gold cups. On the beach, they're served in those gold cups. At their houses, they're serving those gold cups. So I learned, because I looked it up. One, it's so you can't see how much the contestants are drinking. And two, if the editors and producers want to cut a certain clip and piece other things together or change the order in which something happened, you won't be able to fucking tell. Because all the fucking cups are the same. They get you. So my point is, I think that AD and Clay both, I think their relationship was like highly edited and not like in a good job. Like I think they made some things look worse than they were. And my, my biggest thing that pissed me off, and I, I don't think it really went anywhere like viral wise with the media, but it made me mad was when he was talking, she was talking about after having kids wanting to get back in the gym, you know, whatever. And he was like something along the lines of like, I would tell you, get your motherfucking ass in the gym or something like that. And she was like, oh my God, like that's mean. I, I thought it was like a total joke. Like, uh, like why it tells me that shit all the time. Like get your ass to the gym. Like, you know, like, I, I don't know. I just thought it was very playful and it was taken and twisted in the show where it was like, she was like, don't, you don't talk to me like that. You don't talk to women like that. And, and I thought it was like a total joke. So that part to me was also crazy, but you'll have to let me know. Amy and Johnny, they're the most confusing couple, but they also work. Their biggest trial right now is how do we not get Amy pregnant? don't come inside her. Like, you know, I, I use a condom, pull out. Like, I don't know. Granted, I don't believe in pulling out because that's what happened to me. And also pulled out while I was not ovulating. I don't understand what happened. Okay. Regardless point being, I get the fear because nothing is safe unless you're just either a abstaining or B you have like birth control or even vasectomies aren't 100%. However, a vasectomy no matter how we should say, hey, men deserve to like do this too. Vasectomies aren't the same as birth control, okay? It's not as easily reversed. Now, if we can get a man to take a pill every day like birth control, hell yeah. De- decrease the semen count for that point, whatever it might look like. But it's not the same to compare it to women taking birth control as a man to get a vasectomy. That's a very serious literal surgery to then hope to be reversed, So for someone who just is dating someone and they're like, yeah, let's get a vasectomy. Say they break up. Johnny could ruin his chances in the future of wanting of having a family because he got a vasectomy. 
and it wasn't reversible. In most cases, you hope that they are, but in some cases they aren't. Um, and so I just feel like it was such an extreme level of like, well, you can just get a vasectomy. It's like the fuck, like even for me as like a man, I'd be like, that's very, that's a super extreme. Now I'm not saying he needs to force her on birth control, but y'all need to compromise, start tracking your ovulation, take your piss strips every morning, do what you need to do. There's so many other natural ways to track your cycle, et cetera. But it also goes to show how naive, not on purpose, but how uneducated, that's a better word, we are as women about our own body. That's not fair. Ken and Britt. Okay, this was really sad for me because I thought that they were going to work out at first. Brittany was really trying. I felt like at the time Ken was trying and then they went home. Kenneth got reunited with his phone and the way that they edited the clips made him look like he was on his phone all the time. Might've been true. Might've been a little bit overly edited, but regardless, it is what it is. So they end up breaking up. That's the only time he lifted his head from his phone was to talk to her about this. He like tried to like lay into her, gaslight her, give her this like principal-esque speech. And then boom, they're done. He was recently on the Kelly Clarkson show. And a lot of people are now speculating that he is like gay. I don't care. Be who you are, love who you are. Some men are also just very in touch with their feminine side. I'm not, I don't think having a certain tone of voice or a certain mannerism just makes someone gay. Like it's, it's a weird accusation. However, I will also stand by the fact when I saw the video of him on Kelly Clarkston, I was a little bit like, is this the same guy? He, he had a very different approach to him. I will say that much. So go look it up. I'm just curious. Um, but it, it was a, it was very different side of him that we had seen on the Kelly Clarkston show. So that was a letdown. Laura and Jeremy. Laura's was kind of annoying the way she told her family about like everything. Sarah Ann's message on Instagram, how she like aired that out to her family. Weird. But then Jeremy obviously lied, went to see Sarah Ann. We'll be curious how that lays out in these next episodes. I think we talked about that last week. Chelsea and Jamie, we already know. We again kind of chatted a little bit about it last week. We'll be curious how this works out. Because the one scene that still sticks out in my head that they edited was the one that she goes, you fucked her. So number one, she's either talking to Jeremy about Sarah Ann, like she's yelling at Jeremy for Laura, you fucked her. Or talking about Jimmy, one of his friends that they were all at lunch with, you fucked her. Or talking about him meeting up with Jess saying you fucked her. Now they're both doing a lot of press right now, Jess and Jimmy. Like Jess was on the Vile Files. Jimmy was on, I don't know what podcast. It's weird to me they're doing podcasts before the season's over, but whatever. So I'm curious where they kind of stand. Regardless, Jess is out of Jimmy's league. I think at this point, Jess is laying into the fact that she is better and she should, you know, it's fine. But I think we all know, like in real world, I don't think they fit. Jess would be hot with someone like Trevor, in my opinion. Speaking of Trevor, we do need him to come back. I think he was so handsome. And I'm curious if Chelsea will have an attraction for him. Because that's who she said no to. And in my opinion, he is way better looking than Jimmy. And I can't help but see that character from home or the water guy from Element, Elemental in Jimmy. All right. Let me know what you guys think about today's stories, today's vibes, today's everything. All right. Let's go ahead and take a sip before we wrap this episode up. still have to go work out today. I've been doing five days a week still, and it feels good. I've been doing my pelvics, my, my pelvis 
exercises like for my SPD and pelvic girdle pain, also known as, and it's better, but I'm just having like a lot of back pain too. So my leg days are truly involving around more machinery, which sucks because really I would love to utilize my pregnancy as like a bulk. (laughs) I'm not able to like lift legs the way I want to with barbells and stuff and dumbbells. Split movements are hard, et cetera. So ugh, it just kind of sucks. But I've just been, I've been very busy. I think once we get into our new home and like this chapter is closed and we have all of our shit out and I'm, I'm in a new office and like, we just have like a, our routine back. It'll be good, but we've just been in a really busy season and that's not like an excuse, but I think everything has just felt a little bit heavier. And then you kind of get into your own head too, right? You know, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm doing so much. And yeah. So, um, make sure you guys go. If you haven't lately seen me in your Instagram feed, please go to my Desby profile, go to my last few posts, comment on them, like them, add me to your favorites. My literally (laughs) just none of my stuff is like, none of it is reaching some of you guys, which I get not all of my followers give a fuck about me. Like naturally, sometimes you follow someone that you forget you follow and then you like don't really care. or Like you're not in the same season of life. Totally fine. But like a majority of people still like when they see my stuff, they'll engage with it. But the thing is my stuff isn't being shown. So if you're not noticing me on your feed, just if you could, you know, get me there. I would appreciate it. (laughs) Um, I didn't really have any way I wanted to end this episode, why it's coming back on next week. And we wanted to do maybe like an advice with Desby or something like that. So I'll probably put a question box up on the Brunch with Desby page. Um, But we also might record early. So actually like kind of forget that I said that, like forget that I said that. Yeah, just busy season of life, busy season of life, growing season of life. And, and then sometimes I wonder, like, does that really ever stop? Like, do we actually ever not go through that season as adults? Because I feel like the past couple, probably the past year or so, I feel like I've constantly said that. And I'm calling myself out. Like, I'm constantly like, oh, I'm growing, I'm evolving. Now, I don't think evolutions are just like, oh, it took me four weeks to evolve. You know, I do think it's like a continuous growth. And especially as you, like, add children or get new jobs or something like there's a turn of events that it takes more than just, Oh, like I'm out of the thick of it. You know, it's been four, four weeks. It's been six months. It's been like, I do think evolutions, they take time, right? It, it, sometimes it's a four months. Sometimes it's six months. Sometimes it's a year of battling something or like learning about something and becoming better at it. X, Y, Z. I don't know. I just, do we really ever escape it? Do we really ever escape growth? I mean, growth, Growth is constant and should be constant, but do we escape the feeling of consistently having to go, consistently having to grow? And I do think that's like a little bit of a societal thing as well as a thing we have to continue to like get better at by ourselves is like actively being like, I have enough right now. I will wait to see what tomorrow brings. You know, like we live so far in the future and I'm, again, I'm calling myself out. Like I'm constantly thinking about, well, what about next month? What about next year? What about five years from now? What about, you know, it's like, how do we let it just go? How do we let go of the expectation? How do we let go of the fear of the unknown? How do we learn to stay more present? I don't know. 
You know, is it something that is just like, is that adulting? Like is constant, is constant anxiety just adult? And I don't want to use the word anxiety too loosely because I do know some people deal with anxiety on different levels that can be very debilitating and I, I get it. But do we just constantly worry and stress about what's next and how we're going to do it? It just kind of how it feels. And I do, you know, I would, I would go back though to the transition of just becoming a mom, stepping into a new version of yourself and then doing it again shortly after and then doing it again shortly. I mean, this is my third kid in four years. As of, I haven't even, it's not even been four years to the day that I found out I was pregnant with Maddox. March 10th of 2020 is when I found out I was pregnant with Maddox. So like we're almost there. Four years. By this point in time, I was pregnant with Maddox. So really to, you know, kind of almost to the day, right? By a couple, about a week. I've been pregnant three times in four years. It's a huge shift to go through not only just physically and mentally, but like within your household, within your marriage, within your your life, your business, the business you work for, your work-life balance, et cetera. And when you pile them on, man, woo, let me tell you, it's worth every bit of it. But I do oftentimes sit back and think like, what if I would have waited to have kids? But then I think, I don't think I would have wanted to. Like I, I, I genuinely don't think I would have. Like I think of, okay, well, what else could I have been doing? And the what ifs, they'll kill you, right? That's why it's like, don't put too much weight into them. But even when I do think about it, I'm like, I, I think at the end of the day, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, you know? And I think maybe that's where we find a little less worry of the future, is knowing like, okay, if 2020 me during COVID, right? COVID just started. We're all fucking scared out of our minds. If 2020 me knew where me in 2024 would be, number one, she would hysterically laugh, cry, and probably throw up. But also number two, she would be like, see, you made it. See, you kept going. You didn't give up. So don't do it again. You know, don't, don't question it now. You questioned it four years ago. Look where you're at now, girl. Don't, don't start questioning it again. You'll, you'll look at 2028 and we'll be like, that's so funny. I was freaking out in 2024, you know? And it's just the power of the brain, power of the mind. And at the end of the day, you, you are your own power. And I don't have it all figured out. I can speak really well. (laughs) I can give you some wise words. But even then, I'm still learning to continue to apply those words myself. You know, we're, we're young. Oh, my God, we have so much life to live. Universe willing. <laughs> Almost said God willing. And we just have to lean into that. I, I hope that, that, I mean, that's like a random spurt out of my brain right now that I've been thinking about. But I hope that gave you some form of comfort or encouragement um, in your day. And also, I will say, when, I, when we move, this is a little sidebar if you guys are still listening because I know my OGs listen. I have kind of thought about going back to church, not to sing yet, not to put my hands up, not even necessarily to pray, but I've just thought about going to feel it out. How does this feel? Or at least like maybe streaming one time. But I think if I'm going to do church, I think I need to be in person like I do. I think it'd be a good routine. I think it'd be nice to get out of the house with the kids. 
the kids could do like, you know, like the kids shit, you know, the kids stuff. See, this is why I shouldn't go in person though. I'm going to let, <laughs> let it fly in the back row at church. No, I've thought about it only because I've told you guys when I want to explore religion again, when I want to explore Christianity again, whatever we kind of want to classify it as I'm doing it on my own time. It has been trickling in my brain lately. And I'm like, is this a sign? Like, do I just, do I go? Um, I don't know, but I have thought about it. So I will give you all that little bit of update. I will say though, I tried to like pray the other day. Like I thought, okay, like my anatomy scan came back. I should probably like, maybe I should thank God, you know? And then I started to like say God and I just like didn't like it. So I was like, I always just say to whatever like power I'm talking to or whoever's in the universe, whoever controls the universe, the universe. That's kind of how I speak. And I, I always make it also very clear. I'm like, and God, if this is really you, I do want to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure it out right now. I'm sorry for just referring to you as universe. If you really are God, but this is just how I am choosing to address you right now. <laughs> Bear with me as I grow. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys have a great Sunday. Thanks for hanging out with me as always. Um, I hope this is a good escape for your day, your week, whatever day you listen to. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure that you give it a review on Apple Podcasts. You can review it and like type a little something. You can just give it a five star on Spotify, five star on Apple. Share it with a friend. Tell your friends like, hey, if you're pregnant, you should listen to this girl. She's funny, sometimes annoying, but mostly funny, gives good words of advice. So I love you guys. Uh, soak in the background, ladies. We won't be here. I won't be here long. Oh, and I might cry next episode. I don't know. Okay. Love you guys. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.